Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the DoubleClutch.ca podcast. I'm your host, Nick, managing editor of DoubleClutch.ca magazine, and I'm joined in studio by our regular crew. That's right, we got Rush, Nathan, and Imran in. Uh, Imran, it's been a minute since you've uh, come by and hung out with us. What have you been up to these past couple of uh, weeks? Yeah, well, uh, the press cars have been getting their... Uh, testing done through a lot of family stuff that I had to, had to, to work through and right. deal with. And, nice, uh, nice. Yeah, I think my son, my eight-month-old son is probably on, like, car number, like, 42 at this point. Oh, nice. Um, cool. Yeah, and uh, the latest one was uh, a Mercedes EQE AMG, um, which I'm going to start off with being nice. Overall, yeah. I li- I actually liked it. I, uh, I thought it was a decent, sporty sedan. Um but I do want to call out the styling, yeah. Um, because first and foremost, that's what you see. Uh, and if you're not familiar with the EQE, uh, Mercedes for their electric vehicles decided to uh, focus on aerodynamics as yes. opposed to style. Um, well, they've deliberately gone for like a very striking, futuristy, EV-ish style, yeah. right? A very unconventional, like look how futuristic mm-hmm. we are. EV, it's I think new like and e- different. EQS. I had the EQS yeah. was the During most, the summer, most look, striking. It's like a very egg-shaped, like... So the EQ yeah. is the exact same thing, just a right. smaller version. I you would think? like to disagree. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> now we're back. Okay, so for those listening, off mic, we're having a really hard time getting in, just getting going, and now, okay, I'm, I'm, we're, we're <laughs> on now. We're in it okay. now. Yeah, he's ready. Okay, so... <laughs> you're ready to fight. I had, an yeah. EQE, I had an EQE 500 last year. Okay. So, like, just one step down from yours. Yeah. And... I think of the EQ products, I like that it's more it's more subdued than the S, like meaningfully more subdued than the S, or at right. least I thought it was. Um, like it, it functions, it works as a Mercedes, it's not too wacky out there. Like it's still a striking teardroppy shape, but not yeah. like crazy like the EQS is. Yeah. No, maybe yours being an AMG was like more aggressive, more tarted up. Did you have like the crazy superstar mega whatever hundreds of stars grill thing that they going uh, on yeah no it did have that but uh, i agree with you though in terms of the shape like i think it works better on the eqe than yeah. it does on the eqs yeah. i feel like on the eqs it's for whatever reason it's more apparent that it's that jelly bean yeah um, it's because there's so much more car yeah. well, it's also like elongated jelly bean so i don't yeah. know it's, yeah it just looks like a bigulated eqe so the, the <laughs> eqe is, is yeah that's good i wouldn't call the eqe pretty um but I could get used to it. Yeah. It's less egregious than the EQS. I think yeah. in I also terms of in terms of like, you know, overall value, yeah. um, styling as well, and interior quality too. It's a bit more like it's still flawed in some ways, but at its but at the EQE's generally lower price point, it's a bit more forgivable, so, I find. So I think that's what it was. Because I remember when we had the EQS, um, you know, we had some gripes about yeah, the Yeah, that thing quality. was, like, knocking on yeah. 200 grand. And then there yeah. was a case of, like, buddy. Every single thing you touched. Because I remember, like, I think the tough part with that was we also had the Taycan in that week. And it was, like, very apparent that one of these cars was of lower not What's built the to the same standard. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not yeah. like I don't know if we can call build quality, but it's like the the initial impression that you get from it is just like, okay, it has a lot of toys. It's really cool that way, but like the actual quality part of yeah. the luxury vehicle yeah. was not there. When you start looking, start digging into it, things like like leather like, not if being you just totally scratch, folded right, exactly, or, like, or like scratch stitching just beneath the surface. It's like, oh, like it's 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 shallow. Like yeah, it's so 
fake in a way. It's like, okay, like, here's this really cool electric car that's got, like, a ton of toys, a huge screen that, you know, goes from one side of the dash to, to the other. But what about the Mercedes quality? And, like, at that price point, I... We cannot. Yeah. yeah, so it's interesting how your views change based on price because yeah. I felt mm-hmm. the exact same way Absolutely. like when I drove that EQS. But the EQE, like I didn't think that once. Yeah. I was like, this well, feels factor, good. Right? This feels right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's 138k as spec. The one that uh, the one that I had. Uh, so it's not cheap, but. Um, it the quality felt right. Yeah. For that's the price. Yeah, and for like a good size, like luxury, sporty AMG Benz. Yeah. That's like. I am blanking out here, but like for like yeah. for like a good size Benz that's yeah. fast. I think that price like, is actually not uh, yeah. bad. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, not 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 bad, but like it makes it actually makes sense. Yeah, yeah in today's market, right? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. yeah, where everything's eight eight and a half million dollars. Right. Like, yeah, it's, it makes. <laughs> well, it's a lot like of anything sense. with yeah. a luxury badge on, it's a hundred k. Yeah, and it's like why? Yeah, and the thing yeah. is, like it, and like I said, like it dry it drives well. Uh, it has a shit ton of power. It's like seven hundred one pound feet of torque, and yeah. I think there's like an yeah. over boost it mode is pretty that'll impressive. go like yeah. seven seven. Does it or feel like? Does it handle sporty? Because like my my five hundred last year mm-hmm. was like I think one hundred twelve, one hundred twelve or one hundred eighteen grand. No, one hundred twenty two. I think about one hundred twenty. Okay. So. <laughs> It's like a pretty sliding scale it was, there. It was, <laughs> brain, it was brain dollars. not good today, yeah. guys. But it like, cost money. I think it was about 120. Yeah. yeah. And like, do you? I mean, you never drove it, but do you feel like you're getting eighteen thousand dollars more performance out so, of it? Like, so I mean, I didn't drive like the that thing 500, buggy. but I don't know. But I will say that the EQE surprised me at how sporty it was. Okay. Um, what also surprised me is that in comfort, it wasn't as comfortable as I expected it to be. Like oh, it was okay. actually like it was surprisingly, surprisingly edgy. stiff, yeah, and and edgy, yeah. and um, but it drove well. Like the rear mm. wheel steer made it feel smaller than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, They're so effortless to breeze around town in. Yeah, like they, like did, they, they did a it, good job it with that. Really yeah. was. Um, Do you think that the suspension tuning is for like, forgivable because it carries an AMG badge or no? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't harsh. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was harsh, but it was and, on the stiffer side, I guess. Yeah, right? and and is this a byproduct of the fact that it was like freaking cold? for yeah, half this week and, and, help, and yeah. it was yeah. on the winter tires like i don't sure, know sure. like maybe that has something to do with it but, but it wasn't but it was terrible than i expected it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah um but it was it was nice like to the point mm-hmm. where where i would get why someone would have that as a daily mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um yeah i mean it's a very expensive daily but i would <laughs> get why someone would have that alongside their gas-powered sports car yeah yeah um like i could if I had that kind of money, like, yeah. If you want like sure. a, a striking, like, a pretty showy EV that like makes a show about being an EV, yeah. you want to be seen like I am the early adopter, early adopter tech bro dude yeah. who wants to go yeah. fast. Look at my fast car. It's very like, much a here and now kind of an EV. Yeah, I do um, think they succeeded on the styling. I think that one in particular, and just that one, looks very good. I, like, again, or at least I don't mine. Know, I never saw yours. I don't but, know if I like love the way it looks. It's it grew on me. That's the thing. It, yeah. grew, it grew on me to the point that it was passable. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but I think there's significantly better looking cars. I will say, I didn't expect to like the interior as much as I did um, mm. because hyperscreen. Yeah, the hyperscreen was actually kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and let's be clear, unlike Mercedes's advertising, it is not one screen that goes across. It's Correct. three separate yeah. screens. Let's yeah. be clear about Just that. In one house. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, but even like the ambient lighting, I actually, I thought it 
it would annoy me. I kind of liked it. Modern Ben's ambient lighting is super bomb. Yeah, it, yeah. Like, it is Miami, Las Vegas, everywhere like, you go. But it was a vibe. vibe. Yeah. It was, yeah, that's the thing. I like and, it. I, and, I, and I actually liked it. I thought yeah. it'd be like, oh, this is so gimmicky and like. Yeah, and like it is, but it's hard. like, it's a gimmick that works. I'm ashamed. It's a gimmick that I'm ashamed to admit that I like. Mm -hmm. Same yeah. with the, uh, same with its, 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 uh, its active drive assist. Did you, uh, let it drive itself on the highway. Yeah, and it did well. It's pretty. They're it, great. It's but it's pretty gimmick. Well like, that's out. kind of like that's just, standard that's feature now. Yeah. yeah, I will say the 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 auto lane change was probably among the best I've experienced. Right? Really? Uh, I really? I like Mercedes' system more than BMW's. Yeah, it was confident as yeah. heck. Like as soon as it saw it opening, it would it go. Took it? Like, well, yeah. it would, that's impressive. Can we yeah. pause for one second, Nick? We've been on the air for like what eleven minutes before we mentioned BMW. Eight minutes. <laughs> record. Record. I mean, okay. To be fair, BMW and Mercedes are direct competitors, yeah. so it's only fitting we bring up. I was I, honestly, I was I was gonna pose a challenge earlier, like, yo, what if we just don't mention BMW once this episode? Yeah, it's no. so we can't because there's too many points of comparison. This I, episode. I know, and one Especially of those points week? of comparison I'd like to bring up. So for those of you who drove it. Compared to something like, say, we didn't really get to spend a lot of time with Imran's EQE, but like between that or an i5 M60, I don't know. It's tough for me because I don't have the I don't have the point of comparison with the EQE, but I I did drive the EQS and the i5, and I still find like the i5 is a really good car. That's an EV versus I find that the EQ. S would probably just be a really nice EV showy like gadget kind yeah. of thing. Like I don't know, that's kind of a weird thing to say about a car. But yeah. like no, but it, but it is right. It's very EV, whereas yeah. the i5 is a lot more conventionally styled. Right, mm -hmm. and it's not even right. just the styling. I feel like even driving it, like yeah, it just feels like a car. Right, that just and like even the showy things that the the BMW did, like the the Hans Zimmer, you know, the noises yeah. and stuff. Like they're, yep. they're really cool, and it's like when you show them off to people that haven't sat in that car before, they're like, oh, this is really neat and interesting. Versus yeah. like the EQS that I had. It was really cool, but it was it was more just like a oh this is this is cool like but what now like you know like yeah it's kind of like surface level exactly, cool exactly yeah. yeah I feel like the i fives and tier appointments will age a little better yeah I feel like it's, it's I think so it's a bit it's a bit it's a bit better executed compared to like it's it's the less rest of our more, more traditional yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I just don't know about that whole hyper screen either like I think it's a cool idea but like what's the point. I prefer the base and entertainment setup. That more. yeah, if, if less is more is good, imagine how much better more is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because I had this like, okay, even when I first started here at Double Clutch, like we had like, I think it was a ring, no, a Grand Cherokee or something with a passenger screen. And yeah. I was like, I, I don't, I what don't. What the heck? What 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 do I what do I do with this? I don't. I do not understand passenger screens at all. Like they're it's cool. So like, okay, Ferrari has them. Stupid. Because it's a rev counter and a speedo, in a Ferrari. Cool. That makes sense. Yeah, and it's like, but it's a light item you can point to on a spec sheet and go, "Look, we have this cool shit that you don't have." So yeah. more okay, shit. But you, if I'm sitting in the passenger seat of Imran's EQE or one of the countless yeah. other EQEs that or EQSs, whatever that right, we right, cross right. paths with, right? If I'm sitting in the passenger, if if I'm sitting in the passenger seat, why not just? Tilt myself slightly towards the driver's seat so I can use just that 20 degrees screen instead. Because you're in a Benz. You're not a peasant. Yeah, you're missing the point. Why would you move <laughs> you your head? Have yeah. the, you have to spend the extra 10 grand to not tilt your head and reach what? for the right. That's absurd. <laughs> okay, so Imran, you just recently had this thing. What Did you find any use for the, for the hyperscreen? No, not at all. What, like, can, what can you do with it? Okay, so technically you can connect 
a separate phone to like Bluetooth. Sure. There's like a secondary Bluetooth connection. Um, so but I through guess, the same speakers and everything. Well, you yeah, or you can actually connect headphones to that secondary Bluetooth. Okay. And thing. see, this is where you lost me. Instead of just you know using yeah. your phone in the passenger seat. <laughs> oh, totally, <laughs> totally, yeah. Okay, like I get but, it, I get it. It's like it's a cool gimmick, and it's like yo, look at this huge screen. This is sick. But like, if you need a huge screen <laughs> in a car, a huge screen. What about the i7? Like, with well, a theater screen in the back, like that's a huge screen. Like, yeah, I don't know. The passenger wants to monitor the the the, the power transfer because you can do that on the second. <laughs> <screen>. Look over. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We're not the, peasants. Like, the massive tablet screen is kind of hard to miss, though. Like, to Nick's point, he is approximately 1,000% well, yeah. correct. And you can do more with it, I find. Like, I, I kind of prefer the stock infotainment setup because, like, yeah, it, it works swaps, better, I find. It works better, it, does. it looks nicer. Plus, it also swaps out all that shiny black plastic for a material. You know, wood trim. Oh, yeah, yeah nice like, it, like in mine, I like a nice, like, a huge slab of, like, open, more tr open pour trim. Yeah, yeah. And that looks super luxe. Yeah, and, like, the portrait yeah. screen was yeah. kind of floating over, and it looked really nice. But that's the thing. I feel like we we come back to this topic so often. It's like more, 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 more. More shit. More stuff. Put yeah. more stuff. More line items. More features. More things. More. It's like you can have a lot. Like that. EQ <laughs> more bloat. Yeah, like put the things yeah. in it. Yeah, like that EQE or the EQS. Can, <laughs> it's gonna have a lot of features anyways because more it's features. a flagship. Right. Right. But is that really like? Where do we? Where's the end? But that's. But that's. I mean, I feel like we've spent an episode talking about that. But it's. It's almost like the only way to differentiate EVs now because they just don't have. Is more stuff and more style. They don't have like the personality that a gas-powered car. Well, you has. raised that in your Aria, in your Aria review too, which is a fair point. How do you distinguish personality between like two? Yeah, they're all the same. The only thing EVs. that sets them apart is is, the thing? They all drive is the a same. spec sheet. Exactly. Like, well, not even a spec sheet. They all have the same specs. Eight million foot pounds and no noise. It's um, torque. Yeah. 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 But like, it's it's more just like shit you can put on a list and style, which is how they've all got like such wacky differentiated styles that are all yeah, vaguely Yeah, so it's either like it's either style or just this tech, right? Kind of reminds me like a teenage kid. Yeah. You know, when you're like in high school, everyone's just trying to be different. It's like okay, well, this is like the teenage like the awkward years of EVs where everyone's like, uh. How do I how do I find my identity, bro? You're so wrong. My bangs are way better than yours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's exactly it, right? Fro like, frosted tips. Well, yeah. I got a I got a second screen. It's like, but yeah. Well, I don't know. I like, got a third screen. Mm. You know what I mean? Like three. No, but that's what it is. Think about think about phones, right? Like, that's actually a great. That's yeah. that's yeah. kind of where we're we're at with these EVs a little bit. Yeah. Is that yeah. most phones are the same? And they just have random features that you're probably not actually Bro, you going don't to get use. it. My, my seven-inch yeah. rectangle is way better than your yes, seven-inch ex rectangle. Exactly, right? <laughs> and it's like, um, and I think that's kind of what they're trying to even do with EVs yeah. because people are not, like the younger generation's not buying cars. You know, they're moving away from all of that stuff. So, so it's like, how do we turn this into a tech piece? Um, that these younger generation people yeah. who grew up like, on like tablets these cars are, are starting want. to show up at like CES now and like yeah exactly and like you know like guys who used to review phones like I forget yeah. the Mark yeah. Mark guy yeah, who Mark does Androids like yeah, yeah he reviews EVs now yeah. because tech like exactly that's oh. a that's a great Marcus. example yeah Brownlee Marcus yeah. Brownlee I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah the guy knows his stuff yeah, I like him like yeah. it, like but but now he's not a car reviewing guy but he's reviewing cars how it's you know transformed yeah yeah because it's all about the tech and it's more the same stuff and things you can like knit and grip between like the quality of like the image capture on an iPhone versus a Samsung and you can nick right that. Okay, yeah, so bringing exactly. this back to to the EQE. You okay. Have you experienced anything like did you try out the i5 or the i7? Uh, you were you you tried out the 
I seven sixty, uh, which is more or less. Yeah, more or less. Basically, were you around the, for the week we had the i five? I think it was like Ray. No, it was November. No. Yeah. That being said, no, I wasn't. Mm. What would you? What would you take? Being as that you just had a fresh t- like a fresh look at the EQE, and I'll say like the i five just drives like it drives like the seven, just like tighter. Yeah, and I but really like, like if, but it feels just like a normal BMW. BMW, right? Yeah, it doesn't uh, feel like more different. It's just honestly, a BMW that happens to be quiet. I, I think I would take the EQE. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I enjoyed my time with it. To be honest, the i5, like, I think the front-end styling is also a little weird, quirky-ish looking but to me. I think it's... Um, yeah. That being said, like, funky. you'd be surprised how much that grows on you. Because you're saying the same thing with the EQE. So, like, yeah, same thing. I think yeah. you're not a fan of the styling in general, right? Because it's like, all, it is pretty uh, out there, both of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just feel like the, the i5 feels like a little bit of a botched 5 Series kind of thing, whereas, like, the standard 5 Series looks better yeah okay um yeah i think i don't know it's an interesting design exercise that i think they're like maybe backpedaling on like the super striking designs they've been yeah. going with lately so that's that's manifesting they are toning in this. Them down right how, much, how much is the i5 worth 112 <coughs> like the decked out one we had was 112 yeah bells and yeah. whistles and all yeah yeah that's a lot yeah and and what like kind of power does that have 600 600 it is fast oh, so it's not far off it's at fast all. That's, and like and good. turns that's very good. good that's yeah. good value. Yeah, that's good value. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Just consider the fact that you're talking about a hundred and twelve thousand dollar EV, and you're like, oh, that's a fantastic value. But right? we, <laughs> we compare what else is because like yeah. that that thing is like vaguely comparable to this EQE AMG because yeah. it is sport thing. Yeah, yeah. and then also like kind of loosely with like the Audi RS e-tron and the Taycan because like it performs yeah. at that level. Right. Just the more space, space but up. has more space and is cheaper. So it's kind of a weirdly excellent value proposition if you happen to be able to write off 112 grand. It yeah. just doesn't have the same, I guess, wow factor from uh, just like a looks perspective. Exactly, in terms of and mm. that that could be a plus to some people. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, but that's you got to consider like the demographic of people trying to buy these EVs, and yeah. we're talking about more tech, more this, more that. That's probably going to be a huge thing for them. Is like how. Flexy is it? Like yeah. it sounds. Yeah. It's, but it sounds stupid. It sounds but like, so vapid when you think about it. I know. There, but there's but it, but there's, <laughs> there's two ways about it though, right? Like there's all those people that we just talked about, yeah. and then there's also people who, how can we get a traditional five series buyer into a, yeah. an EV, an EV, into an EV right? right? Yeah. And maybe that's BMW's play. Yeah, right? and, BMW, like, and I think that's yeah. that is what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. And they also have like they have the iX. If you want a striking EV, right? Right. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. Go do that. But if you want something a little bit more <laughs> normal, yeah. I hate to use There's that word. The i4, i5. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The i4, I think, is actually like one of my favorite EVs because it is such a regular BMW product, just with a nice EV drivetrain. It's their yeah. best kept secret. In, in, it really in is. My, yeah. in, in my opinion, but that's a take for another episode. Hmm. Um, what kind of range did you see out of the uh, EQE, Emron? So uh, it was cold. Yeah. While I had it, so the max range at full charge was showing us 288 kilometers. Jeez, wow. yikes! Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> one thing I'll say with Mercedes, though, it was pretty accurate. Uh, yeah, I remember that in mind. Like, yeah. if it says this, it's doing that. Yeah, yeah. unlike yeah. So unlike, maybe it's a little pessimistic, but yeah, it's but it, it felt like on the side of caution. But 288—that's not great. Another cool thing that Mercedes mm-hmm. does, which you may recall in the EQS, mm-hmm. was so they give you that range that estimate mm-hmm. but then they also give you a minute and a max yes they show you like if you yeah. are re- really really yeah. good you can yeah. do this if you turn off yeah. your and if you keep doing this whatnot. you're gonna go to here which i thought yeah. was great i love that um yeah. because so, so you can actually get the realistic reading yeah and especially at. if you're like 
you know the risk averse type you're going to anchor on the on the minimum number yeah and and live your life that way yeah um and yeah i thought that was clever and then yeah you're right there was uh there was these like uh options where you can like restrict climate control yeah. and all these things to, like eke yeah. out and it would tell you how much more mileage you yeah. might get out of yeah. it i think a uh, lot of people do that EV right like, like though, so yeah. like my press vehicle which we'll get you later does that too right we're like yeah. you could only have climate on one side you can turn this off oh yeah you can dial everything down i didn't know that mercedes you go to the menu and there's like one button it's like the off button like but mercedes is really good about telegraphing like Heated seats minus ten kilometers yeah. range, it's yeah. like things like that. Yeah, like, that's kind of nice to have, be like that yeah. analytical about it, right? Because you can really get it set up the way that you want. It's like okay, I could do without this. Like okay, maybe you don't have to have the whole car heated, but a heated seat would be nice. Yeah, because it's that's actually what's going to get you warm fast. I right? don't like that idea though, because like it's a bend. I shouldn't have to. Be I, I know. So I was, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. I mean, yeah. we were just talking about luxury and having yeah. more, 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 but it's like but less, less range. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I'm not going to turn on my heated seats or part of the climate control. <laughs> And it wasn't like, even that cold. Last no, week. it wasn't that cold. What's a Tesla do? Like a Model S. Like I think like a decked Model S, like P one hundred D or whatever. One thousand plus plug. Whatever the hell they are now. <laughs> I think they're like four fifty. Yeah, they're, they're pushing. Yeah, they're like somewhere around. They got the pretty good range. But but again, that's that's optimal. I think the Benz was like three sixty something. In it is it is still less. That's still not. That's yeah, it's still not great. But yeah, yeah. I think the EQB five hundred I had was like four, like. High fours. It was like four fifty four yeah. seventy something. Yeah, like that. I mean that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing that that might be a thing. It was also like, middle of summer too. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's not a great range. Though. Um, yeah. Speaking of range issues, Nicholas, there's something you wanted to bring up. There is. Uh, so last week we we kind of touched on it uh, when we had the when I had the XC40 recharge. Um, you, we kind of touched on range, but like I didn't pick it up with en- with enough charge. Um, but yeah, because you just got it that day when yeah. we recorded. So. And it didn't even have a full charge when I picked it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I have thoughts. That is, <laughs> it's... Do you still have thoughts now that Imran has stolen the show with a similarly pathetic number? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yours worse? Sir, I will, <laughs> see your, to the bottom. <laughs> I will see your pathetic number and raise you an equal, uh, uh, p- perhaps an even more pathetic number. Uh, bear in mind, again, wasn't even that cold last week. Right. Uh, so with the XC40 recharge, uh, Volvo quotes 409 kilometers for the dual motor all-wheel drive XC40 recharge, which is what we had. Okay. So I fully fully charged it up here at the office. Uh, started out with the trip computer saying 310 kilometers, which I thought, okay, that's pretty decent. Nice. It's still so winter. So, so like it's, it's accounting for like about 25% yeah. loss through the cold. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. It's cold. That's still decent. So yeah. 300 plus, whatever. I squeezed 236 kilometers Yo. by the end of that charge. Wow. Okay. Like, okay, cold weather effect. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure, winter and cold weather does affect range. I'll, I'll grant that. But that is really far That's off. Abysmal. Yeah. Were you driving like an asshole? I was not. I was driving normally. Um, I wasn't blasting the heat or anything. I was just keeping it at like 22, degrees. So you were just degrees. being a just regular guy in a regular it, car and you got normally. 236 kilometers out of it. 236 kilometers. That's brutal. You know what's crazy to me? It's like, we used to have the, I don't know, I used to have this discussion with EVs 10 years ago. It's like, oh, range this, and then the winter that. And we're still having the same the same discussions. But that's because the, the tech hasn't gone anywhere. Like, that's there's what I'm like saying, minor refinements in like yeah. how we can arrange lithium in the battery sure, sure, cells sure. and stuff. But what but I'm saying is like, there's no, there hasn't been any improvement. That's yeah. kind of like the worst part of this whole deal. Well, yeah. there hasn't. Like the thing is, is that it's been in, it's been in, incremental more than mm-hmm. like 
more massive leaps. Yeah, I get yeah. you. Well, more I'd, than anything, I'd kind of I kind of argue that there there like has been improvements to EV tech, but almost none of it accounts for like cold weather operation. Yeah. So there yeah. hasn't been strides in yeah, these cold weather operation. Yeah, these can't exist in like our version of reality. Yeah, because if you think about like if we were all living in sunny California, we would probably see this very differently. Yeah. Where yeah. these things no, were no, all I, demoed uh, for years. Yeah. 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 Um, but we ha- we have we have like the, the privilege of having, you know, this take on it and it's like, yeah, like minus 10 and you know, 2 weeks ago it was 0 degrees, okay, and now it's minus 10. It just just yeah. like that. So it's like, okay, now you're dealing with maybe 50, 60, 75, 100 kilometers less range, which can really yeah. affect like the way that you use these vehicles, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah, like Nick said, <coughs> just over half of what yeah. Volvo's yeah, max claim not. is. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, Nathan, you're in the Ionic 5 this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and it's you sound super actually cold. Uh, what are you is, so so it? this week, so last week, actually what we've been saying, week. so last week it was not actually cold. It was hovering around freezing. This week it is yeah, Canada. It is it's yeah. cold. Yeah. Um, so mine is the big battery single motor. Yep. Uh, at a full charge, it was showing 378. I think Hyundai advertises, I want to say 470, if my memory serves, on the single motor big battery. Um, so I'm down, it's again, accounting about 20, 25% yep. loss. Um, and then I refuse to not have things on. So, like, I will have the heated steering wheel yep, yep, on. Yep. I will have heat for the whole car going. Yep. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, you're using it like a normal car. I'm using it like a normal yeah, car. Yeah. And that's costing me, like, 30K, as indicated. Sure. Um, I don't run an eco mode. I run a normal mode. Yeah. So the pedal actually does things. That's cost me 20 more. And so I'm seeing about, like, when I departed, set it up the way I wanted, it was showing about 350. Um, and thus far, I've put about 150 on it. In, in the last like day or so, I've been driving quite a bit, and the range has been falling consistent with the mileage. So it's pretty accurate. So it's 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 yeah. pretty accurate. It's linear. The mileage is pretty good. Like to to get the hit that it's getting with how viciously cold it is is not yeah. bad. Yeah. And like I I okay. I, I have mixed feelings about this vehicle because it is like the most highly awarded, highly decorated, highly mm-hmm. accoladed. Like this thing is cleaning up design awards left and right. Everyone loves this thing. It's picking up car of the year everywhere. It almost got car of the year here last year, but except the Taycan nudged it out for green vehicle of the year. Um, it is possibly the best transportation appliance you can buy. It's absolutely stellar. It's also a transportation appliance and I really can't bring myself to love it. It's, it's, mm. it's, I, I kind of agree with you. Like I, I drove it right before, uh, uh, this podcast and um, it's, it's I, th- I so think sterile. I th- yeah but I think it's it's like it's so good it just disappears like yeah. and I mean that in, a, in the best possible way like yeah your it's not gonna your heart's not gonna race driving that in sport mode or anything no um, but like it gets it right yeah but like it, it's comfy it's quiet it's got like it's got a cool style it looks good a little bit of like retro futurism yeah, thing going on I love the way that's like super yeah. hip right now it runs into job that. with it though it is not really offensive but it is it yeah. is cool yeah like, it's ergonomically sound it's quiet there's mm-hmm. tons of room front seat back seat cargo like it like a faultless actually a faultless perfectly crafted appliance yeah and it's like it's the interior is is like modern but traditional yeah, it's, it's pretty you know what it reminds me a lot of the kitchens I used to install they were all <laughs> light gray and white they all had like the same stainless appliances with the same capacitive panel with the same light blue lighting behind it 
Um, this reminds me of every kitchen I installed. And it's great, too. <laughs> and it's great. Like, it's gray like on white with black. Like, yeah. Hey, it's, and it's just, uh, it's such a Maytag. All right, who's, who makes the best appliances? Wolf. 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 Uh, it's not that fancy, though. <laughs> but, like, it's hey. a great KitchenAid. Hey, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. I yeah. was actually shocked at, because some more expensive EVs, like the EQE, yeah. um, on the the port where you go to charge, yeah. um, on the EQE, it's, like, not powered. Right. Yeah, and um, this one is powered. Like, there's, yeah. there's so many thoughtful little... Yeah. yeah, you, t- yeah you just touch it, and it opens up. No, that's an option. That's an option on, uh, what do you call it, the Taycan. Yeah, <laughs> of course it is. Of course, because Porsche has to itemize every single <laughs> yeah. thing. Right? Isn't that cool? And how much yeah. is this thing worth? Like 55, right? I think. That's a big thing Wait, with the Ionic. 55? It's either 55 or 57. Like that, either way, mid-50s. And also, and also, the charge lights at the port the charge are actually are nice. useful. Yep. Yep. Because they're kind of these square pixels. Yeah, like thematically. And they tell you how much charge you have. Level. Yeah, at a glance, right? Whereas, yeah, yeah. the Mercedes just has a flashing light to tell you it's charging. It charging like, yeah. yeah, there's just like so many thoughtful little touches. Everything is stylized. Like there, there's a lot of things there that like for us who know how to like look at and critique a car, you can see like, okay, this is a very simple door card design that they've just covered yeah. in this like recycled cloth material so it seems fancier than it is. But it works and it yeah. looks nice. Mm-hmm. I hate that it's white personally, but they burning point. passion hate that yeah. it's white. But I think it does so much right it for the do, price. It does so much right. Like, as a car, as a means of getting around, like, it's good range, comfy, quiet, practical, does all that stuff well. It's well thought out, well designed, easy to use, practical, commits, like, n- almost none of the sins we don't like in modern cabins. The thing is fucking functionally perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, if it's a... And it's totally soulless. <laughs> it should, but... Uh, but, like, yeah. they all are. Like, how do you differentiate an EV? Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, hey, <clears throat> Hyundai is about to do it with the Ionic 5N. Yes, and, and their trick with that is... And, is, and that. their trick that's with great. that is impersonating a gas engine. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool, man. Good. I, I'm I'm happy that's coming. Like, it's. Um, I'll be, I'm curious to check it out, but, like, it's sort of like, why aren't we I think impersonating the of, thing we yeah, had? I think that's going to be one of the... do the thing we have. Biggest gimmicks of it all, though. Like, yeah, people can be like, "Oh, this is cool," and then a year later, we'll forget yeah. all. Everyone who's driven it says it's phenomenal. It yeah. actually works very well. I'm guys, curious to check it out. Guys, we like gimmicks. We like gimmicks. At the end of the day, maybe you do. I, yeah. My taste is impeccable. <laughs> <laughs> I am immune to trickery. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yes, completely and totally. But yeah, no. I even thought like the like the throttle calibration was really good. Like, yeah. I just like I don't think it really makes a mistake. It doesn't. Like, and and, and especially at its price point, you get yeah. so much style that's a, and substance. That's a really good price point. And it's Under sixty screaming. grand. The thing is like perfect. Yeah, yeah. Me, I got this open here. Let me make sure that we're talking about the right thing here. And so. like, I don't know that I would want one. No, oh, sorry, I, I wouldn't. You, I, I wouldn't it. because like I'm weird and have to have things that are like dumb and old yeah. and clunky and loud. Things but, that like, are BMW. For, for, well, hang on. I, I like I like <laughs> stuff that's not BMWs. No, he doesn't. I had I had a <laughs> I had a Volkswagen. I have a Volkswagen. I like my Volkswagens. He likes it because it feels like a BMW. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, the shifter's actually nicer. It is much nicer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this thing starts at fifty-seven, fifty-seven, six seventy-seven. Well, yeah, it's a, yeah. So that's his, fifty-four his nine nine nine. Plus additional fees. So you said yours had a big battery, though. So that's all-wheel drive, long range, or you just rear no, drive? long range and rear wheel, right? Yeah, rear. No, but it's yeah. big battery. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it starts with the long range. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So fifty-seven. So if you had the all-wheel drive, that's only an extra. Mm, I think the all-wheel drive's like two. Two and change. Two and two or three more, if my memory serves. Yeah, like that's it. It's yeah. Not bad. It's super impressive. Oh, and it does that. That uh, super. That I can't even remember the name of it. The fast charging. 
that yeah, the Taycan that, does that's and everything. That's the other thing, yeah. Is they charge the 350 kilowatts or yeah. 250 well, volts, something like that. Yeah. yeah, so it's like if, stupid fast. Yeah, you find one. But if, if you, you can, find a charging yeah. station. If you can find a charger, but either way, it has the capability, right? Like they've kind of they've tried to sort of future proof this appliance. And that's my biggest knock against EVs that they're so disposable, just like phones or just like tech. And once the screen right. feels old and once the battery shits out, then the thing is worthless. But they've tried, at least with this fast charging stuff, to like help it stay contemporary. I think its style is going to age out well because it is so clean and so minimalist. Yeah. Yeah. And like some retro, some future. Like, mm-hmm. it, like it's faultless. It's a fucking phenomenal vehicle. So how, how does that compare to, which I have not driven, like the Kia EV6? And I know it's like the same architecture. I haven't driven but, the EV6. But it is the same. No? Yeah, it's like yeah, very similar personality-wise, mm-hmm. all Even that. Even like a lot like, of the interior t- like touches and yeah. everything, is, it's all the same. And the EV6, like all the same. The EV6 is a little more like... Sporty, a little, sporty, little, little edgy. Yeah, yeah, I know what more, you mean. Like, but what kinda, I'm saying is more like flowy. Like the the Ionic's more like tech stuff, geometry, and the EV6 is a little more lines. But to me, they drive the same. That they probably do because yeah. they are the same. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, I don't know. The EV6, it, it all, it's kind of cool because it comes down to personal preference, right? Like they're all, they're both at pretty good price points. Like they both look nice in different ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just up to you. It's like, yeah, yeah. I like, I like the little boxy look of the. Uh, you know, robot dog Ionic Five, or it's like okay, I want like something that looks like a little. Floaty. It does look like the little robot dog. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's, cute. <laughs> it's cute in that yeah. way, right? Like it yeah. has charm and character in that way, but then That's it loses it all when you get inside and you're like, wow, this doesn't feel like a car. It just feels like it feels like a kitchen. Yeah, like one of those yeah. like weird like people movers at an airport or something. Like it's just yeah. like I am I'm being moved. <laughs> yeah, if there was some company that were like to start up and do like the mobility solution thing and self-driving mobility solution thing yeah. that everyone was talking about four years ago it's i would expect a fleet of these yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i don't know i like it i like the ionic 5 a lot like when i when we had the one i think this would have been two years ago but i had like a white ultimate package like decked out and i thought yeah, it's what you had at the time i was like this is a really cool idea and at the time it was also a bit cheaper to get yeah. the one that had all the bells and whistles that being said like evs recently it's like i don't know we talk i don't really know what what else like competes with it outside of the kia ev6 i like like a for what it offers Polestar at that 2 price single point? motor yeah, Polestar 2 that's I very like that's very different it comes like, like close to it yeah, yeah as far as like value the same right? size yeah but like value value like in value what else com- competes with it I, I don't think anything else comes close off I think the that's top of my head i can't think of anything man it's a slam dunk that's why it's still interesting to me that like they can yeah. produce this car that has yep. great features. The self-driving in it works really well. It's it works really well. Has like that lane change camera. Has all of those little small touches that are you know. Yeah. People can call them gimmicky gadgets, but they work well. Yep, they're nice. They like they feel usable and like so this it is freezing this week. This thing is covered in salt, caked in ice, and yep. like the electric door handles aren't fucking off. Like the thing still <laughs> works. <laughs> like I don't know who's ever had problems with those. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I get it. I don't know. I like it. I, I get what you mean, though. Like, it does feel pretty sterile in a way, like, when you're in it. But but it works. Yeah. Get in, go somewhere. It's electric. It's effectively free-ish to drive if you can charge it home or whatever. Yeah. Like, that thing's great. Yeah. I does just, everything we have this week have a plug? Uh, I think so, actually. No, your This week? No, mine. Week. I have oh, the Mazda right, 3. Right. Yeah. Well, Rush, you have the... Uh, you have the RX, RX 450H Plus. 450H Plus. How's that thing? That's kind of like an iPhone name, yeah? 450 Plus all-wheel drive. Yeah. yeah. Tech and iPhones. Sport Plus Ultimate. Pro Max. Uh, <laughs> it's nice. I don't know. It RXs have always been pretty nice. That's the thing. Like, yeah. And they've, like, 
I feel like for a long time the RX line has been uh, growing with Lexus like in, in a way that's like okay like they, they add the small touches here and there and they've taken a good baseline product and improved it well over the years right but they haven't done anything major with it like there's no like crazy game changer yeah you know yeah features about the RX that being said I think it's still one of the nicest interiors you can get in an SUV the problem for me the big problem with this RX is price and it's not <clears throat> it's not the trouble with it is it's the right price for a plug-in hybrid mm-hmm. SUV but it is not the right price I think for f- this one for this one yeah because like we had an RX 350 yeah and I like yeah. the RX 350 a lot because it's cheaper you still get the fantastic interior that like yeah. that's in it yeah build quality materials the user interface, like for the the navigation, the infotainment, that that that's all great. It's all Lexus and it's Toyota stuff. It it it's, it works well, but this thing is ninety ninety one thousand dollars. I think ninety one thousand. But to be fair, it does come one trim level, fully loaded, no options, no packages. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's so just, just decked with everything decked. they have. Yeah, but it's not decked, right? Because you can't get it to drive itself. And I know I talk about self driving stuff, but it's important to a lot of people. It's decked with an asterisk. Right. You can't get massage seats. Which I only talk about because you can get it in competitors like the X5P have. And, like, I know those are dumb features that maybe don't matter to a lot of people, but to some people they may. Yeah, especially in this price bracket. That's the sort of thing you're thinking about. Like, wait, if I can have this, why shouldn't I? Right. Yeah. So, I think because of the fact that other EVs, and you know what, not even others, it's the X5P have that's... The big issue. Right? But, but, yeah. but wait, price price that one out for me. Like, what? How much so is that wait, one? wait, wait, wait. Ninety five. Wait, was it ninety five? No, it starts Sorry. at. It starts okay, at nine. Ninety eight thousand dollars. Yeah. For the X five P have in the same spec, or it's ninety two thousand for the RX three or RX four fifty H. Yeah, plus. That's, plus. plus. That's a no brainer for the X five. It kind and of that's is. The thing. So we did like yeah. we even looked at like finance and lease leasing. Yeah. With BMW. You know, just in our situation when we were looking today, it was like a 05 percent higher rate, and it worked out to about an extra hundred, you know, $110 a month extra. In for what you get, I don't think it makes any sense to go for the Lexus. The, it's kind of the, worth it. The X5P have does feel like a different class, right? Like yeah. it, it, yeah, it, way it just, different. It drives so good, yeah, and it has mm-hmm. such a peach of like we're the best engine in the industry. And Let's <laughs> just beat this horse to death again. Like the right. two things right. that'll come up in every podcast: in a vacuum, yeah. and BMW. Yeah, it, like in a vacuum, that RX four hundred and fifty is brilliant. It's a lovely vehicle. The problem is that yeah, other things exist. But but that's and exactly that's exactly it. The problem is is that you spend a little bit more, and there's an a awesome X five yeah, PHEV, like or you have. save a ton of money and yeah. get a yeah. CX ninety PHEV. There's yeah, the other yeah, thing. Right? That's, like, the that's, thing. that's the problem. Yeah. It's like if you want to go for the value option, which I feel like Lexus was always kind of value option, like as in like, okay, it's not the cheap boys, right? It, it is it is a quality product yeah. at a good price. It, uh, yeah, it's a very nice right? product. Like the, the like is, interior on that thing is stunning. Right. It's it's no longer it's lost the good price aspect of it. Yeah. Because yes. pricing pricing doesn't make sense for it. I, I, I hate to say it. It's like you you'd have the guys that are cheaper and doing it really well, mm-hmm. and you have guys that are a little bit more little expensive bit more that are like killing it, killing it, and then this thing kind of just falls in between. Where it's like Lexus has a really good recipe here, right? Like the RX has always been a like, good, great. Like, it's their big volume thing. Like yep. it's been fantastic. And it's like, just this, this is, particular one is just a little too something. tall. Yeah, yeah. 
and I feel like we've had like a few quality concerns with this particular one, and I, I don't think that they will all suffer the same fate, but it's like, maybe that's also like clouding my judgment, because it's like, Lexus is supposed to be like quality, yeah. value. Yeah, it's a Toyota, it's a nice Toyota, yeah. it's supposed mm-hmm. to be perfect. And I think that yeah. that's what really bugs me about this this particular RX. But that's the thing. So who had the who had the CX ninety P have? I, I did. I thought it was great. And what did that what did that cost? I can't remember, but I want to say like it was like low sixties. I I didn't have the full. It was like, like, uh, like low yeah. mid sixties. Yeah, that is low sixties for it wasn't fully spec'd out for like a GSL, the, which yeah, is like GSL. Yeah, one step above from base. Yeah, yeah. So it's still pretty. It's still, pre- it's still pretty good value, but but I'm pretty sure you can get the. Sa- the, the, the GT uh, the top trim signature as the P have yeah and that's what like sixty eight one well, I don't yeah, know I think like, so, so you, you, so I, I had a top trim signature but it was like it was with, mild hybrid well it was the mild hybrid it was like it was the full fat twin turbo straight six it yeah. wasn't uh, yeah I don't know if it's twin turbo actually but I mean, either way it was the full <laughs> fat one and that was like sixty eight yeah so safe to say what a a P have signature would be what like mid seventy. I think. I think you guys are talking same off the top of my head. But either way, like th- there's a point to be made in the favor of the Lexus. As, and it, as much as I, I adore the CX ninety, the thing's terrific. In a vacuum, but it's like great. the Lexus has like nicer paint, some nicer materials, nicer use of Alcantara. Um, not to knock Mazda at all, it's beautiful. But just like there are l- things that you can see and touch and feel that. Justify the added yeah, cost of the thing. Yeah, but consider the fact that it I is don't know that it justifies it that much. Twenty thousand dollars of added cost. Not that much better. Yeah, right? that's the thing. Yeah, and it's like yeah. to most people who are just looking for a great SUV that's good on gas. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think, think they're yeah, gonna see I th- it. I think some like an R. Well, I see they will because Toyota, and I'm going to assume Lexus enjoys a similar luxury. Toyota has a seventy-two percent brand loyalty rate. Like, their yeah. ability to retain their own mm-hmm. customers is fucking nuts. These yeah, people don't cross-shop. What if that starts falling off, though, because other options exist? Like well, the well, well, the argument will be, like, well, I got the Lexus because the Lexus will work, unlike your unreliable BMW. And we all know that yeah, that's, that's, that's false, no, but, but, like, that is the general yeah, perception. No, not yeah. even the BMW, though. I yeah. mean, like, even in Toyota land, like, mm-hmm. the Grand Highlander you had. Yeah. Which, like, I think is a bit of a different... Different animal because it wasn't a PF. Right. Yeah. That, but that being said great value and also materials quality in that thing was kind of stepping on this Lexus's toes in my eyes. Very good, yeah. Well, but, yeah. but there's, th- there's things like, like the Alcant- yeah, like the yeah. thick Alcantara and yeah. like the door cards and I like the added yeah. stitching, right? Like the, the, the Grand Highlander and the CX-90, well, the CX-90 sort of does. The Grand Highlander doesn't have these things, right? It is a synthetic leather. It is not, yeah. doesn't have like as much of the nice stitching. It yeah, doesn't I agree. Have, I, agree. Like, there's I, like, know, I know why it's more expensive. Yeah, it just, it's hard to justify now exactly. because like, like the upper mid class has yeah. gotten so good that it's encroaching very heavily on like the upper class yeah yeah at the end of the day either give me the x5 yeah. or give me the cx90 that's yeah that's so where that's my like, money that's would the go. kind of issue i was running into with this qx60 the infinity i had last week right where like the non-luxury brands and i'm air quoting this like like toyota like mazda have stepped into this game and are fucking good at it and are yeah. good at impersonating that yeah and well so that's the thing so the yeah. cx90 plug-in hybrid gt so you, the highest level you can get with it is a GT. Just Wait. at a quick glance, the oh. website sixty-seven thousand dollars. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, like, and that's damn. that's a nice car. You damn. can't get the signature with the uh, P. I think the signature is only like they're trying to look like keep it. it behind the fancy motor. Oh, but yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Which that's a get. tough one. <sighs> that being said, like. I don't know. Talk about Al- Alcantara. What else had Alcantara? What, what, what are we looking at? The CX90 does have like a micro suede kind of thing, but like on the RX, like it's the headliner. 
It's all over the dash that indoors, and it's actually so oh, the it's, not it's, there on this, in the RX. No, you're right. It's like some kind of like suede kind of material. Right. It, it did feel nice. So it wasn't like that cheap, like thick fibrous stuff. It's like a. It is soft. Yeah. Th these are the kinds of things that we like nitpick over to figure out what these vehicles, what makes them different. Like yeah. That being said, like it's, the it's RX such, like, it's such a pedantic well. thing, and most people it won't drive notice well. it. Okay, the RX drives well. The hybrid drivetrain is not bad. It is still a little loud, but like whatever. What isn't? It's it's pretty refined for what it is. Mm -hmm. I. Find that the uh, infotainment screen is really high res, and it looks, it looks sharp like the typefaces and the like the colors that they use. Yeah, like in great, it. great black levels and this stuff. Is, like yeah, it's yeah. a nice display. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Although the gauge cluster, the I gauge cluster is like, let down though. Yeah, the gauge clusters are let down. Yeah. The infotainment screen is fantastic. Yeah, even like the control knobs for like the uh, temperature, temperature are good. There's, I, I feel it's it, it, personally to me, it's still missing a few buttons, and it's got like. This cool capacitive stuff on the steering wheel, which I don't know how well that translates. I'm with you. To, to me, it doesn't add a lot of extra utility, but it takes away from, okay, I can look down and immediately see what I have to push. I know you can get used to it and all that, and I know I'm nitpicking, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to hit with this RX. Like, I don't yeah. know what... So, so for, for those... Like let's let's visualize this. Yes, so what yeah, Lexus okay. is doing is like they have like a matte. Thank God it's matte, not gloss. They have a matte capacitive directional pad on each side of the steering wheel, that they're not marked, and they just interface with the heads up display. Mm -hmm. And the heads up, as you like gently thumb over it, it will show like where your thumb is and what controls you can play with. That is a very clever touch. It is clever, it's and then clever, you press yeah. to select. And, sure. I, and I think and, and it saves you having to look down because yeah. it's right there on the windshield. And it's, co it's like contextualized and to it's what context if it's like so yeah. you if you're in cruise so control, it'll show the it'll be those buttons yeah. will act as you know the cruise control. Yeah. Um, so it that's kind of cool, and I yeah. think I think you would get used to it. Yeah. I agree with you. It the felt only thing funky. is like it doesn't mm. feel immediately intuitive. But you I think get you'd used get used to it. To it. I and I think like, that's kind of a Lexus thing. It's like the whole thing with like the mouse, the touchpad. Like These are all things that are like, when you first get in, you're like, what the heck is this? And you use it, and you're like, oh, hang on, I kind of get it. Uh-huh. Like, this actually could kind of work. But it just doesn't feel very Lexus, if that makes hmm. sense. I, like, it, the whole the capacitive button thing on the steering wheel bothers me for some reason. Hmm. Because it just doesn't feel like it's That's what easy. the cool kids are doing. Yeah, that's probably And they're it. doing it cooler than the cool kids. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> the, the fact that it interfaces with the HUD is pretty cool. Now that I actually think about it, but it's like, yeah, I, I just, I feel like the problem with the RX is the competition, not the yeah. RX itself, right? Yeah, well, it is, it's a good vehicle. Yeah, it is yeah. very good. And I would say, like, speaking to, you were saying that it drives well, like, I was surprised at how tight it felt. Like, the steering in, to me felt really, really well mm -hmm. calibrated. Yeah. Like, obviously it did, it's, it's all synthetic, it's all whatever, but like, it still feels like a quality Japanese, sort of like, it, it's a Japanese touch, right? It's like, I feel like some of that, like in the X5, like the string does feel a little bit more numb sometimes. Like all BMWs kind of have like this like weird like it's it's weirdly like springy yeah. and like, yeah. Tight, yeah. like yeah. just glassy and versus like overboosted. The, the Japanese like the Japanese kind of like steering like, feel. It feels more organic. It's a little yes, more exactly. relaxed. It's not quite as like there's not as much active boost Stuff. thing yeah. like like how it varies the ratio. Yeah. Like there's not as much or at least it's more hidden. It just feels a lot more organic, and that's like kind of a Japanese thing across the board. No, it's one of the things I love so much about the IS five hundred. Yeah, is that I just like this is old Mercedes steering. This is <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a competent yeah. vehicle, and I'd I'd argue that like it it feels more composed than the CX ninety. Like the CX ninety yeah. felt yeah, more more floaty, boaty SUV like than than the RX, um, which you know I didn't particularly love the floaty boatiness. I understand. 
why people would enjoy that. Yep. But um, the RX felt like, hey, this is actually like it's it's buttoned down. Part. It's a good chassis. Yeah. yeah, I think like they've done like the the quality part of the the quality part of the luxury game pretty well. But I don't know. I feel like it'll be interesting to see what happens with the competition as well because you know as they move forward and you know pricing changes like maybe it'll make the rx a more appealing option i just feel like at this point in time it's either to me i would either st- pay a little bit more money and it is it is more money it is nine thousand or eight thousand dollars more that's you know not to be forgotten but in the realm of you know 90 to 100 thousand dollar SUVs, it's like if you're going to pay that much more if you can pay a little bit more and get a lot more suv yeah the x5p yeah. maybe makes sense right and that's i know it sounds stupid coming from the bmw fanboy but like it, it genuinely, it, it genuinely. Well, there's a reason why no, they think cleaned right. up our like green vehicle. Was yeah. it crossover <laughs> of the year, premium car of the year? Like like seventy <laughs> yeah, hours for us. Yeah. Well, like <clears throat> it's not even like competition from other PF SUVs. It's competition for from from like Lexus's own lineup as well because the NX 450h plus has the same powertrain. And just I thought in the a NX slightly, was a nice SUV. Yeah. slightly smaller overall package. But like, it, if you it's... really need the interior space, why not just go for a base nx for 450 at like well this is the thing Some people just like a bigger vehicle and like let's be clear the rx is big and yeah, considerably yeah, yeah. bigger than is this the seven passenger i don't know to be honest no, the, the, the tx is the, yeah. the yeah the tx is the, the no but the rx can come as a seven no, no? the tx replaces the oh uh, so there's no more okay, okay. okay. but RX. either way the rx is a lot bigger i think it's even bigger than the x5 it has like more room inside. i was gonna yeah. say like being in the back today like in the second row it was like wow, like my it's, my it's a nice place to sit. Yeah, like tons of headroom, legroom was like not even a question. So that is true. Like, I guess the NX is it is a smaller, it Cons- is more considerably. Well, it's it's a Rav Four. It's it's the size of a Rav Four. Right, but I think the powertrain definitely suits the NX better. But yeah, if you can get Less beyond weight. that, then the RX is like yeah. If you don't need the space, the the NX four four fifty. 450. Four fifty. Yeah, yeah, the NX four fifty at sixty five grand. Actually, like, is pretty actually yeah. makes that yeah. versus sense. the RX 450H plus at 90. Yeah. Does Lexus sell anything that's fully EV? Yeah, the uh, RZ. The RZ, yeah. Mm. Which was solid, but the range sucked. Hmm. It was like 300 something in the summer. Yeah, Toyota. I really like the interior on that thing. Well, I think that's the yeah, thing. Like, Toyota cool. Lexus has been like kind of not slow to adopt, but they've been like so hard on this hybrid technology that they spent so much time perfecting. Mm-hmm. And like. I still think they're right on that, like, to be honest. It, uh, it, it makes a lot more sense to, like, divvy more lithium mm-hmm. between more vehicles than having f- the same lithium in fewer vehicles, just more sense. of it per car. Yeah. Like, on, on like a long-term global scale, like, that makes a ton but more sense. But also the way that we're talking about it, it's like, okay, we're all <laughs> complaining about range. It's like, yeah, with the PHEV, it's like, if you run out of uh, yeah, juice. Yeah, super non-issue. Yeah. Like, just not even close to an issue. On, and they still get, like, yeah. dumb, ridiculously excellent fuel economy. Yeah. And they're reliable. As we've seen, like, even, like, taxi, like, we've seen this things that uses, like, taxis and stuff, and there's, like, no problem. Yeah. So, which is pretty cool, okay? Because it's, like, a lot of people, I think, trying to go to an EV, it's, like, you have, like, that that question in the back of your mind. It's not just about range and everything. It's about, like, well, how long is this thing going to last me? You touched on that before. Mm. Because it's, like, you know, when the infotainment gets old or when when the battery runs out, you're just going to throw it out. Yeah. Versus what the... With the PS, because it's a smaller pack, it's almost serviceable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the case of like like the Toyotas, they house the battery pack under the back seats. It's easy to get at. They thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like like there's been care in like what's this thing gonna do in ten years? Like Which someone is a sat very down and thought Toyota about this. Lexus yeah. thing, right? So 
That's also part of what you're paying for with a Lexus, right? That yeah. may be why someone would perceive, like, I want a Lexus instead of a BMW and would never think about it. That's why they don't cross shop. And that makes sense, right? Yeah. And I, and, and I think that if, if that's your... If you're going out from... If you're going from your RX350 that you bought in, you know, maybe 2011, 2014, and trying to go EV, the RX450H, mm-hmm. even though it's mm-hmm. more expensive, would be an amazing stepping stone, right? Yeah. Because it's like, it, it is a really high-quality product that's going to last. Yeah. So that's what I thought about the RX, I guess. Very good. <laughs> mm. um, speaking of vehicles that kind of reveal themselves to you over time with like subtler details, Imran, tell us about your press car this week. Oh, I have uh, a Mazda 3 Suna edition. I don't know if that's the full name. I feel like it's Turbo. Mazda 3. You're missing Turbo. the Mazda Turbo, Suna baby. Turbo. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the hatchers or it's the hatch. hatch? So, so the full name would be the Mazda Three Sport Turbo <laughs> Suna Edition. Yeah. What is there a you, Suna Edition? There you go. It's just, um, it's just like, like visual. Yeah. Some, some visual upgrades. But like nice visual upgrades. Yeah. Color. Yeah. What do you got? Paint yeah. Tubers, so nice you have thing. access to that like, like almost like olive green color. I don't know what it's called, but we had Zircon a sand. Something? Yeah, Zircon sand. That, that like that 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 Nick and I are split on. I think it looks fantastic. I love it. Nick does I like not it. care for it. It does not belong on a Miata. That that's all I'm saying. Oh, that's not what it was on. It looked really good on the Miata. No, no, that oh, was a different. No. color. I swear that was a different color. On this the looks like no, that was Zircon sand, dude. Yeah, but this that looks was, like more greeny. No, this is very greeny. Like this is not beige at all. At all. Really? Yeah. No, it was the same. Do you remember the CX50 I had? It was the same color as that. Um, and We're also seeing it very dark today. Yeah, but that was zircon sand. The zircon's got a bit of green. Okay, let's okay. not get too far into it. We've done this before. Let's let's not <laughs> anyway, let's not debate fifty shades anyways, of beige. Yeah, I like, think it's a beautiful color, yeah. and the interior has like two tone seats with. Yeah. Uh, it's oh, it's really nice updates. So like yeah. what they've done, like the um, there's an Alcantara insert with like contrasting terracotta stitching yes. that runs along oh, the dash yeah. and into the doors. Like just little touches Honestly, that make yeah. it feel so it much feels nicer. Super premium. Yeah, that it was. Impressive. Yeah. yeah like, dry, so, like, Rush and I took it out before we went yeah. on air, and, like, it's shockingly what? nice. Like, right? we went up and to it. It's still shockingly nice. Yes. We got in it, and I was like, whoa. Like, that's, yeah. isn't that crazy? Coming directly out of a Lexus RX yeah. wow. and getting into a half the size, half the price Mazda 3. That's the thing, and that's just Mazda, right? Like, we've talked, I, yeah. I have such a soft spot for, for Mazda. If you guys have been yeah. looking, yeah. listening to the podcast, I speak highly of them all the time. Um, yeah, same thing, interior, that simplistic sort of. Yeah. Not a ton Just, of controls, but the right controls. Yeah. Um, Simple but thoughtful. Yeah. yeah. Every, everything thing. is thought about. Everything yeah. is designed. Someone sat down and, like, carefully considered everything in here. Yeah. Well, because you were talking about, like, the Alcantara. It's like, okay, you can have the Alcantara, but put it in a place where you're not going to touch it all the time so it doesn't get all matted and disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, it is it is so nice. And even the updates to the infotainment with, like, higher res. Yeah, like, slightly larger yeah. screen, a little faster, higher res, better black levels. Like, just little things to just brighten it up, keep it contemporary. Uh, yeah. It's super relevant. And yeah. I like the sort of analog digital gauge cluster thing. I feel like it could have a little more flexibility to some views. Yeah. Um, but it's not bad. Mass is pretty minimalistic, almost to a fault, when it comes to certain things. Yeah. Like, that sort of tech included. I remember. Wait, so, more stuff, more things, more line <laughs> items. No, it's, 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 so, Imran, when you had the CX thirty with the same powertrain, you yeah. likened it to like almost, but not quite a hot hatch. Do you get that sense with the Mazda three as well? Yeah, although I feel like this one right now has 
1987. Yeah, it's on cheap gas. Yeah, yeah. So it feel it doesn't feel as peppy. So I'm gonna run this down to half and then fill it fill up with 93. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it doesn't Um, come on boost until like four and a half thousand RPM, and then it's already like time to shift. But I think as soon as you put the right gas in it, it's gonna really it it really wakes up. Yeah, there's a good strong bottom end. But but another like another like hats off to Mazda is that you can put 87 in it; it's perfectly fine. Yeah, Uh, they even give you power figures with it. I think it's 256. Yeah. Um, but when you put 93 in that thing, it's 320 horses. I no, think. 320 foot pounds. But 320 foot like pounds. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, like, like foot the pounds, numbers sorry. aren't a huge difference in what I recall, but it's just like so much more further down. Yeah. 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 I think that's the thing. It doesn't yeah. retard the timing yeah. so early in. So, like, you yeah. actually get that boost, like, yeah, you get right a big shove. Yeah, right feel like it. it. Yeah. And the chassis, Mazda does good with chass, uh, yeah. chassis tuning. Drives it's great, handles great. Honestly, it's just yeah. way above its price class. Yeah. Isn't that crazy how, how it came out, like, what, four or five years ago it's, and it's, it's getting pretty long in the tooth the and it's still so good yeah. yeah like everyone else is like scrambled to keep up like the Civic's gotten so much nicer yeah. yeah oh yeah I think as a response to this yeah oh yeah I buy it I mean Which, like even even if that's the only thing that it's done it's like well done yeah just making everyone like wake up and be like oh Can shit. you just yeah. do better yeah <laughs> yeah I think so and it, and like it sells well yeah uh, very well the Mazda 3 like, I've seen it a always lot. has yeah. and um, yeah, it's a good car. Although I'm curious in what's next for the Mazda 3, because it's probably due for uh, a full redesign soon. Probably like two more years. What do you do? Probably seven or eight years. They run yeah. pretty long. Like, they're, like, they're still independent. They run longer yeah. life cycles. Yeah. 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 They haven't, doing like, well, yeah. they haven't even done like a mid-cycle refresh either. They have no, this model. Yeah, no, just, just small car. tweaks. Like they did really? some small tweaks yeah. last year, this year. Yeah. So like they dropped the base engine. The screen's a little bigger on the nicer ones now. Like just little stuff because it was already good. The core fundamentals of a car focus like skipping the gimmicks, skipping the light items. Just make a fucking good car yeah. that looks nice, feels nice, and drives nice. Gets those core tenants down. Yeah, and well, then, just, then just put like, little can, shit on it. Because like it was like yeah, like Mazda. We're we're talking about like they don't have the most money. But like what they do with it is brilliant. And that's the thing. Like the core stuff, and it's like, and then they can then they can use the extra money that they have for garnish. Yeah, and mm. it really like yeah makes it yeah, and it's yeah, it's all stuff that's like hard to hard to write down, hard to itemize. It's not a line item, but like you feel it. Oh, it, yeah. it, mm. it comes to you over time. They're like, just yeah, yeah they're, and they're just like I swear it's run by a bunch of enthusiasts. It's like, got to it be just, 100%. It just is. I mean, the same reason we keep getting. We get a couple of Miatas in the winter. Like, <laughs> how many manufacturers are willing yeah. to do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. Like, I want it. I want it. I want it. Yeah. They're all about fun. I guess you could say, yeah. driving matters. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> zoom, zoom. And that seems like a good place to pack it in, I think. Yeah. Sure does. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to the end of our episode this week. Um, if you'd like to keep tabs on our automotive misadventures, you can do so on socials at doubleclutch.ca. And while you're at it, why don't you head on over to doubleclutch.ca on your laptop or your mobile cell phone device because we got a brand new site. So check it out. Looks pretty um, spiffy. Rush, Imran, Nathan, thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thank you.